Kyle Rittenhouse claimed that his jail cell had no running water and he almost went one month without a shower. Rittenhouse hints at suing the mainstream media and Joe Biden. DeSantis proposes a gas tax relief in Florida and Biden's treasury nominee has been arrested for retail theft in 1995. We're going to do all this and more in just one second. If you can, please drop this video a like, share, subscribe to the Pulse Notifications on new videos single day. This show only grows if you guys add engagement and send this to a friend and also just rate five stars on the podcast apps. Just click all the buttons. The show is completely funded and supported by you guys to become a YouTube channel member, Facebook channel member, and a Patreon supporter. It'd be greatly appreciated. Now let's get right into this. Um, but I didn't have running water. Seriously. I had a phone also, but I did not have running water, so I didn't shower until November 20th. How long From is October that? 31st to November 20th, I did not take a shower. That's disgusting. I, it very, um, I smelled <laughs> terrible. I felt sick. I lost weight. My health was degrading. Um, if I was in there for enough, a month longer, I would have probably been in a hospital. Wait, you had no running water? No running water in my jail cell. Did you, did they let you out? To uh, talk with my attorneys, I didn't really say anything. So this is Kyle Rittenhouse. He did an interview with Tucker Carlson. We're going to go over some more clips as well. And this one clip, he talked about how he, he claimed how he had his jail cell had no running water and went almost one month without taking a shower. Now, he's probably going to be suing for the conditions that he was uh, put in for over something that he was completely innocent about. Um, but before we get too much into that, don't forget to drop this video, like, share, and subscribe. The only way this show can grow is if you guys add engagement and send it to a friend. That's how we're going to get the truth out there. So let's read. Doran... Uh, an exclusive one-on-one -on -one interview with Tucker Carlson that aired Monday night, Kyle Rittenhouse revealed horrific stories of his time in jail. I didn't have running wa water, the now 18-year-old told Carlson. Um, Rittenhouse explained that his cell had, uh, had a shower, but not one that could uh, actually be used. Um, from October 30th to November 20th, he said he did not take a shower. Rittenhouse went from October 21st, 2020 to November 20th without cleaning his body a single time. The teenager told Carlson that once uh, he was finally able to access running water, he took a three-hour shower and explained that during his first shower that his skin peeled and his body bled. My skin was bleeding because my skin was coming off of my body. It was just the nastiest thing ever, he said. He also expressed that, uh, in his opinion, any longer in the jail would result in hospital time. I felt sick, I lost weight, my health was degrading, and I was in there for a month longer, I would have probably been in a hospital, Rittenhouse said. During an interview, Rittenhouse thanked his attorneys for meeting with him despite the, the putrid stench that has uh, coming from his body. I think uh, this is where he talks about that. The jail was interesting. I was in my own room. It was kind of like a, like a one-star, I'm going to describe it as a one-star hotel a one-star hotel. We'll go with uh, a Super 8. Super 8. I had a desk. I had a shower. I had a toilet. I had a TV. I had a tablet. Um, but I didn't have running water. Seriously. I had a phone also. But I did not have running water, so I didn't shower until November 20th. How long? This just seems like an extended clip of the first one that we watched. 
Um, let's continue. Interestingly enough, despite malnourishment and the lack of hygiene in the facility, Rittenhouse was afforded, afforded luxuries that most jailed prisoners did not receive. Rittenhouse also recalls in that he was given a tablet, a phone, and a television. Scream time and contact with the outside world wasn't an issue for the young man, but his health was. That, that seems very strange and, and interesting. Why, 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 why is it like that way? Why, why they give him access to the outside world, the TV and whatnot? Uh, probably not really the best of stuff, but you know, they, I guess they gave him. They, they can say they gave him access to it, but then he didn't have running water and he wasn't able to take a shower. Just seems very strange and odd. And honestly, I hope some. This is the thing. I hope some form of investigation gets done to uncover the truth of the situation and why things were the way they are, and if things were wrong, that people are held accountable, accountable for the reason why the things were wrong some of these liars to account. Do you, do you plan to do that? I have really good lawyers who are taking care of that right now. Um, so I'm hoping one day there will be some, there will be accountability for their actions that they did. Okay, so you're, you're intent on not, you're not gonna let that go? Uh, like I said, really good lawyers are handling yeah. that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so during the trial, so it seems like, obviously, Rittenhouse cannot make an official statement yet. They're probably waiting to make an official statement, but obviously it is completely, he said there's lawyers that are going to be handling it. It is completely obvious and completely clear that he will be suing the media. Hopefully, Joe Biden, hopefully, Facebook, hopefully, Big Tech, hopefully they'll all get sued for the defamation against him and the censorship against him as well. Uh, before I read too much into this article, don't forget to judge me a like, share, and subscribe. The only way this show can grow is if you guys uh, help it grow by adding engagement and sharing to friends. Let's read. After being acquitted on all charges against him, 18-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse made the case of defamation lawsuit against those that spread the lies about him. During an interview with, with Tucker Carlson, he was asked about holding people accountable, and he said, I have a really good I have really good lawyers who are taking care of that right now. I'm hoping one day there will be some, there will be accountability for the actions that they did, he continued. Before, during, and after the trial, various media sources continued to spread lies about Rittenhouse and the events that took place uh, last year. MSNBC host called Rittenhouse a little murderous white supremacist after the trial had ended. Another MSNBC host, uh, Joe uh, Scarborough, re falsely reported that Rittenhouse fired his weapon 60 times, even though it was proven to be eight times. Candace Owens says, sue them, sue them all, every last one, and she posted a gif, um, and it's a dragon burning a bunch of stuff down. Uh, Joy Reid added to the live to the lies by claiming Rittenhouse drove four hours with an AR-15 despite him testifying that he acquired the weapon at a friend's house in Kenosha. Early in November, CNN's Don Lemon hosted a segment where he repeatedly mischaracterized the case and spoke of white supremacy and white nationalism. ABC News also called Rittenhouse an alleged white supremacist despite Rittenhouse having no proven ties. In September of 2020, Facebook labeled an issue... As a labeled the issue as a mass murder, even though Rittenhouse had not been convicted of anything beyond the media notable politi uh, politicians uh, participated in the definition of Rittenhouse. Listen, uh, there's still more to go through. They, the, I, I am hoping they go after everyone. I hope them to go after Chank. I hope they go after the Young Turks. I hope they go after fact checkers. I hope they go after the platforms. I hope they go after every single media host that was lying. I hope they go after big Twitter check marks that were lying. There's going to be a laundry list of hundreds and hundreds of people that are going to be getting served 
on something like this. Dinesh tweeted out, if I was Kyle Wittenhouse, I would sue everyone who called me a white supremacist and a murderer, including especially politicians such as the squad and the pundits on CNN and MSNBC. I guarantee you that is what they are doing. A day after the shooting, uh, Aliana Presley tweeted, a 17-year-old white supremacist domestic terrorist drove across state lines armed with an AR-15. He shot and killed two people who had assembled to affirm the value, dignity, and worth of black lives. Fix your damn headlines. That's what that's what she said. You know, they, fixed your, they, they sure did fix those damn headlines. Around the same time, Ilan Omar tweeted, a domestic terrorist executed two people, and according to Tucker and his supporters, this is, a, this is to maintain order. Their murderous rants have inspired mass shootings, and now they are even trying to distance themselves, and they aren't even trying to distance themselves from it. They are excusing it. God help us. These people are deranged. Are we going to bring up the Bernie Sanders massacre where— well, one, I think Bernie bro tried to assassinate Trump once by storming the stage. And also the Bernie bro who actually shot up a Republican baseball game. Or are we going to talk about the Bernie bro who attacked Rand Paul and, and physically assaulted him? I don't think they were Bernie, that guy was Bernie or not, but he was definitely a Democrat. Are we going to talk about all those things? No, 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 of course not. Are we going to talk about the riots that they're inspiring? No, no, of course not. Rep. Cory Bush joined the other squad members by saying, the white supremacist murderer is just a kid, but the victims who were standing up for black lives are rioters, looters, and arsonists? That's literally exactly what they were, by definition. That's how much this injustice system values black lives. That's how deeply rooted white supremacy is in our society. These people are mentally ill. Okay, so uh, tweeted out, breaking report, Nick Sandman offers support to Kyle Rittenhouse, encourages him to sue the media, give it a shot, hold the media accountable. President Biden, without evidence, called Rittenhouse a white supremacist. Last summer, Breitbart News reported that Biden could face a civil defamation suit from the newly acquitted Rittenhouse. Former COVID-19 Catholic high school student said, I think he should be— Okay. Uh, Sandman is working through his own defamation lawsuit— uh, is still working on his own defamation lawsuit from March uh, for lives that took place almost three years ago. To deal with this overload of stress where you would feel half the country, hundreds of millions of people hate you, something innocent can do a lot to your mentality, he said to Trump's Hannity. Now Kyle Rittenhouse should sue them all, starting with Joe Biden, Hannity said. Hold them all accountable for their lies and make them pay and follow the law. They are liars, they are con artists, and the Democrat operatives. Kyle Rittenhouse and the Americans everywhere, we deserve better. This this is what needs to happen. The, the, the left needs to lie so much to the point where it is, it is just the breaking point, where you cannot hide behind the lies anymore. You cannot hide behind your power structures anymore. The lies will be, are so egregious and so just awful. They're probably, they're, I can only imagine. And here's the thing. Kyle can go after so many people where CNN could be like, oh, let's just give this kid a couple million dollars. Let's not deal with it because it's going to look bad on us when we lose. But then you still got MSNBC. Then you still got Facebook. Then you still got YouTube. Then you still got Twitter. Then you still got this politician. Then this politician. Then this politician. Then this politician. It's like you're going to make settlements with every single one of them. Just the, at least they're going to – some of them, most of the big business ones will probably try to do a settlement just so they don't have anything on the record that they did anything wrong. Uh, also, think about how much money CNN and the mainstream media made off of this case, getting clicks, headlines, running ads on their when they're doing their news and getting people to come in, even when they're doing the trial coverage and they're live streaming the trial. They're getting paid for all that stuff. So 
hmm, they made a lot of freaking money off this Kyle Rittenhouse trial, and I think we should figure out a way to calculate how much money they made and sue them for all of that. Here, uh, we're not as happy at seeing what's happening with a lot of the inflation that's going on in the economy. If you look, for example, for Thanksgiving, the price of a Thanksgiving dinner is up over 20% just over last year. People are seeing it, all kinds of things that they're having to buy. The prices are going up. So even if you start making more money, if the prices are going up faster than your, your, job, than your wages or your salary is going up, you're actually losing ground um, in this inflationary economy. And so uh, we think this is a huge problem for uh, working families in Florida. Really, it hits everybody, uh, but it particularly hits people, uh, blue-collar people, people on fixed income. And uh, we've told uh, Biden said that this was not real six months ago, that no serious person thought inflation was real. And actually, we now know this is real. We knew then, I said it then, but now everyone acknowledges this is really, really serious. And so how is this hitting people? It's hitting people in a variety of ways. But I think the thing that's been most dramatic for most people, because they deal with this in their everyday lives, is how much gas prices have gone up. You look, if we were sitting here a year ago uh, in Daytona, you could get a gallon of gas. Now it's 334. Uh, it was a, it's a dollar 31 more than it was a year ago today, just right here. And that's really true throughout the rest of the country. People are having to pay a lot more for gas. And if you think about it, people commuting to work, people having to take care of their kids, do all this stuff. It isn't like you just can't get around anymore and just stop doing the basic things of life. So that's a cost that really gets imposed um, on a lot of people uh, who are working hard. And this has a huge impact. So that was DeSantis talking about uh, his proposed gas tax relief uh, plan. So before we get too much into this, don't forget to drop a like, share, and subscribe, and add engagement. The only way this show can grow, the only way the truth can get out there is if you guys add engagement. Now let's read. DeSantis proposes gas tax relief in Florida. On Monday, Ron DeSantis called legislative to provide gas tax relief for Floridians. Inflation is a real issue for hardworking families across Florida, he tweets. Uh, that's why I'm calling for the legislation to provide $1 billion in gas tax relief to alleviate some of the financial burdens of our from our, from our families. And another thing is, what the Democrats don't understand what Democrat voters don't understand at the very least is that the gas prices are are a very basis their basis for the price of of goods for the price of your your food that you're going to be getting because uh, the gas is used for traveling loads of stuff the travel getting your stuff from the factory to the store and then eventually to your table you need gas to do that so when the gas prices are high, the cost to ship things also increases, which has to increase the prices of the goods. And the Democrats don't understand how the economy works and how many moving parts and how uh, affecting one part in that chain will affect and ripple across and affect the whole chain. Democrats don't understand that. They just think everything is, is rainbows and butterflies and that you can just bang the gavel and make everything better. And that's the main reason why they elect a, an old senile man who's actually, um, since he took office, inflation has gotten incredibly worse. And since he took office, his gas prices got worse since he took office. The prices of everything went up. Meanwhile, Trump, on the other hand, was able to handle this crisis and put it on a better track and head it in a better direction. So it's crazy. As soon as this dude took office, we started undercutting 
all of all the job expectations. So let's read. The announcement made at Daytona Beach uh, where DeSantis was joined by gas and transportation leaders. The average family over a five or six month period, you know, could save up to $200, he added. There's a whole bunch of things that are going into gas prices. There's different taxes, uh, federal, state, local level, that are taking over 25 cents from Florida. And we'll basically and we'll basically zero out, okay, the billion dollars. Okay, we're going to make a huge deal. Um, millions will be traveling on this upcoming holiday. Thanksgiving gas prices in Florida are expected to be at the highest prices in eight years. Uh, he tweeted out, I'm proposing the Florida legislative approve more than $1 billion in gas tax relief to help Florida families save at the pump. DeSantis expressed the confidence that the tax breaks will result in lower gas prices. Uh, in a proposal passed by the legislation, Florida currently collects a tax of $0.26.5 cents per gallon on gas purchases. We talked, to a rate to a, we talked at racetrack. We talked at Daly's Gate. A bunch of them thought that the state of Florida and all of them said, yes, absolutely, we will lower gas prices. And I think the reason is to make financial sense for them. Okay. Florida currently collects a tax. Okay, this is just repeating. Co-founder of Texas-based chain said inflation is real. It's here. There's no question about it. Gas is one of the biggest uh, ticket items that hits everybody, he added. Yeah, you need gas to go to work as well. You need gas to get home for work. You need gas to take your kids to school. It's 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 so it's so fundamental, and this is this is another problem with when, uh, when it comes to any type of energy resource. I mean, the left, they they try they try to focus too much on clean. I guess um, even so much to the fact that they're actually like like nuclear is is like pretty clean compared to the amount of energy it produces. But it sounds scary, so and, and it might you know kill a few kill some fish i mean but at what cost you know we're gonna shut down this plant increase make our way of life exponentially worse just to save a bunch of freaking fish and, oh you're gonna put solar panels up and then boom we're still paying tons of money for electricity you know it, it they, they, they don't understand because they don't function into society. And if the rare ones that actually do function into society do not understand how the society works. They, do, they just do not. If you give any of these people a basic economic lesson, I mean, that's, it's like it's so hard to debate with these people because you can't just have like a quippy response. You need to literally sit them down and give them a whole education on why they're wrong. So Biden's Treasury nominee has been arrested for retail theft in 1995. Now, this woman also praised communism and the Soviet Union. Um, obviously, uh, let, let, let's read. Let's read. But before we get into this, don't forget to add engagement to this video. Like, share, subscribe, whatever you have to do. It helps the show grow. So a criminal record would have been placed for government the Biden administration. There's no problem. The Biden's Treasury nominee, whatever her name is, was arrested in 1985 for retail theft. She was around 30 at the time. Uh, Fox News obtained the Wisconsin documents of criminal justice, background checks on Sally Omarvaro, whatever her name is, the president's committee to lead the office of the controller of the currency, OCC. According to the background check, Omar, uh, Omarova, Omarva, I think that's her name, was arrested by Madison, Wisconsin uh, police officers in June 2nd, 1995, and charged with a misdemeanor count of retail theft. She was originally from the Soviet Union, where she, was received, where she received several awards, one being dubbed the Lenin Award. 
She's vocal about the way she favors the communist Soviet Union over the United States. She explained in one tweet that the gender pay gap did not exist in the Soviet Union, whereas it does in America. This is her tweet. Until I came to the U.S., I couldn't imagine that things like the gender pay gap still existed in today's world. Say that you uh, say what you will about the old USSR, but there were no gender pay gaps there. Market doesn't always know best. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> gender pay gap doesn't exist. Okay, whatever. Uh, result of a systemic sexism against women. Men and women choose different careers and educational paths. Uh, men work more hours and obviously okay, we don't have to explain the gender pay gap myth you know we all know that's a bunch of bs um i just want to go on the record and say this okay i don't think she should be disqualified for something that she did what is this almost 20 years ago right how, how long ago was that damn it's more than 20 years ago i think Damn, you lose track of the, the years. I mean, the year 2000 seems like five years ago. Jeez. <laughs> but I don't I don't think that she should be disqualified for something she did this long ago. Like, that's, that's insane if you think about it. You know, we don't like to see people getting canceled for old tweets that are a few years old, let alone something that's literally pre-social media over here. So I don't think that's fair. I do think it's fair to maybe have her eventually, you know, maybe not like unfairly disqualified, you know, freedom of speech stuff, but she should definitely not even be in the running for her credentials and what she supports and how she supports things that were truly enemies to American society for almost all of history. Communism, socialism, tyranny. I mean, that, that should be what doesn't allow her to get this job. Not what she did twenty something years ago. It should be what she should what she believes in and what she stands for and the lies that she's promoting. That should be the reason why she doesn't get the gig. Okay. And I, I think many of you guys might agree. Because if there was if there was a conservative in our if this was flipped around and this was a conservative that got arrested a long time ago, we would be saying we would we would say, you know, something along the lines of what I said, you know, hey. Um but probably would probably say they're qualified because they, you know, turned a new leaf and they got the right ideas and they're a good person now and, you know, whatever. It's not even a big of a deal. Everyone shoplifted when they were younger. Let's be real here. But she was also like almost 30. So I can't imagine myself right now, 27, going to be 28, going out and shoplifting. I just can't imagine that. But, uh, you know. Anyway, guys. Thank you for watching. The show goes live every single night on YouTube and Facebook, so be sure to tune in. It also goes live every single morning on the podcast apps, the Joey Saladino Show, so you can go there and subscribe. <coughs> show is completely funded and supported by you guys. Become a YouTube channel member, Facebook channel member, even a Patreon supporter. It is greatly appreciated. If you're watching this live, if you drop some super chats, that's awesome. It's greatly appreciated. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, peace out.